it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're wrapping up hour number one here on Hurt at Sports Radio, AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities. Why are you encouraging TK? Dude, because that's funny. On the uh, YouTube stream, you can get us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. That's DBM Robbie Lula. Just contributing to this delinquency. Our guy TK goes, I want to shout out Filipowski for his bravery in playing yesterday or two days ago. To come back from such a devastating injury is an inspiration to us all. Represents Duke well. I actually do think it is very representative of Duke, how that whole situation played out. You're a Carolina guy. You can't disagree. Come on. I'm not. Listen, until we play them – at, at down the stretch here next week, I'm I'm I reserve all. Judgment. Not saying anything. Not I'm just glad that that devastating injury was not long term, that he was miraculously healed. You know. Stop it. We are in the Le- the days of Lent, so maybe there was some sort of uh, Lenten miracle. Stop. Performed on Kyle Filipowski's knee. Flip, as the kids like to call him. Um, I'm not gonna call him that. My my man. <laughs> I'm not gonna call him that. So, at what age are you are you too good to call a, another grown man by a nickname? Because I use them all the time. No, nicknames are fine, but Flip is stupid. <laughs> wow, Flip is dumb. I'm there. I'm a little confused. How do you really feel? I think that I, I think there's a. Although, if he's gonna, can, act, can you just get to how you really feel? I mean, if he's gonna <laughs> act like a child, we can give him a childish nickname. That's fine. <laughs> wow, my man Jordan. He goes. Am I the only one that's a little frustrated about? The small ball that Coach Bolt plays, especially with Silva, I would never take the bat out of that kid's hands. And he's talking about um, in the first inning after the double. Now, here, here's the thing. So, yeah, okay, at, and it's not just because I like Jordan. He's a fellow baseball junkie. But even though he's a Cardinals fan, that's okay. Is it? It is because I, I do I, – I was once upon a time envious of their front office. Oh, yeah, they've done a good job Oh, for a long time. They did really Every year they trot out a competitive team. That's all you can ask Who for. Who was that fan. for a long – Walt Jockety? Was he the GM for a long Matt, time? Uh, you're going – I'm way back, but yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Dust off the <laughs> – You want some Jameson and a smock with that? I mean – Headshot, got it! 
Am I, um, am I wrong or am I right? Silva can run. Yeah. So I think – I don't know if you're ever taking – I thought he was talking about the sack later on, but – I don't know if you're ever really taking the bat out of his hands the way that he can run. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I I think he probably wants him to stand the gas early. Yeah, I, I don't know that you want to. M- maybe he felt like that was going to be a defensive game. I didn't get that sense early. Yeah, I, I have a hard time, unless I know I'm going against a dominant pitcher, I have a hard time wanting to manufacture runs early. Yeah. Right? I kind of want to let play out. I kind of want to let my hitters hit. I don't necessarily. If I'm going up against a guy that I know is just a machine, and if we get one or Friday night, yeah, you know, if we're getting like one or two, Iowa City, yeah, if we're getting like one or two runs, then we're in good shape. Then yeah, as soon as I get somebody on base, I'm trying to manufacture a run. But I, I mean, when a guy's soft tossing 73, 74 up there, that's not really the sense that I get. And so, like, you should be able to score crooked numbers on a guy like that. Yeah. And I just don't love. Did you thought getting out of the gates 1-0 could have been 3-0? Yeah, I mean, like, it, you're taking yourself out of a big inning potentially, right? And it's like, that's why it's different when, you know, like when um, it's, it's starters versus relievers, so it's a little different. But, like, whenever the Sox used to play Mariano, they would try and manufacture a run if they got a guy on base, which makes a ton of sense because you're not getting multiple hits in a row off that guy. Just not happening, right? But... Against other relievers, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, we got a guy on base. Let's see if we can get something going. Maybe he's not sharp today. This wasn't a, this wasn't a dominant guy at Carl, College of Charleston. This is a guy you can get crooked numbers on. I do think, though, I just have a gut feeling. Hope I'm right. Like the Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> Three straight. You're trending. Well, I mean, listen, you were doing Champagne Supernova for the first like week and a half we were back. so Because of the volleyballs. May I have one of those, please? Yeah. Oh, no, they're both mine. I decided I don't want to keep them. Selfish. Thank you. I need something to do with my hands. Selfish. Supernovas. Um, yeah. What, what did you do? Did you show the camera? I showed the, yeah, I showed the camera the uh, logo here. Supernovas. See? You see, how, you, you see how I throw my circle change? That's there, there, not a circle change. It is, too. That's like a cutter. No, it's not. It's way back in the palm of no. my hand. Oh, sorry. So that's not a circle change. A circle change has the circle. Look, listen to what I'm telling you. What do you guys see? That's not what you did. You did this. This is what you did. This was going. This is not going to be my slider, though. This would be my two-seamer. Okay, so like a cutter, like a two-seamer. You can cut it, but I'm not having that action. Okay, okay, fair. But that's I, what. I, listen, I like my UCL, and I love my. You don't, you don't and them. I don't throw hard enough. You don't need them. I'm just saying, this is what you did first when you called it a I could put change. it back. I could palm ball. That's a palm ball. That's like a, a straight change. This is how I used to throw it. The knuckle? And I would use my pinky. This is like terrible radio. I went. I went, I was a full knuckle change guy. My knuckle, or not my knuckle change. My my circle change was good. Yeah, yeah. And you, you break what when you had like that eleven four ERA. Well, listen. How <laughs> in that? Who, who cares about stats? Should have thrown it more. So, I the the, the playing for for stuff early. I I don't know. I I just think I just have the weird feeling that. If they can get a series victory, this we'll look back at this as a good as good as, series. As a good series, a hundred percent. I just this is less opponent dependent and more my baseball philosophy in general. I'm not a huge fan of trying to manufacture runs. We used to cheer early. for guys like Mike Greenwell. I mean, what else, you don't have a choice. Mike Greenwell is a little before my time. Okay, a little like right before, like Mo Vaughn is kind of where I start. 
That that's a that's a, I mean same philosophy left hander short porch like okay but that, that's not manufacturing runs that's I know that's that's kind of what a monster ball yeah that's what I I'm more I grew up in like late like mid to late nineties early two thousands baseball both in college and the pros that's a, that's a shame like I'm talking about that's a shame home run balls here right yeah crooked numbers put up big innings. So, like, it, it might be a me problem. That's fine. I, I'll recognize that. But unless the guy's dominant, I just don't understand the point of – or unless you look at your lineup and you're like, we're not very good. The, the game is vastly different it is. than the one that I grew up loving. But I still love the way that it's played. And that's fine. I, just I, think- was, I was watching West Side yesterday, and I was just thinking, oh, my gosh, would we have ever – like, what would our practices have looked like? And granted, various where you are in the season matters, and mm-hmm. it's early. Yeah. So, so things are different. But I, the only thing I can really remember outside of hitting indoors off of pitching machines with wiffle balls is almost all situational baseball. <laughs> and it's like, and listen, situational baseball is very important. But, but not to, so much anymore. Well, it can be, especially in high school and college. De- depend, more. Depends on who you are. And more so in high school and college than it is in, in, the, in the league, yeah. right? But I still think you have to pick your situations correctly, right? Because you'll cost yourself games if you're not good at situational baseball. You can. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm vibing. I don't want to nitpick. I, do, I think, like, station, is, it's the, the philosophy is vastly different. It is. But I don't know that early against College of Charleston, against a guy that's not a dominant pitcher. Oh, you're going back to Jordan. If you like your lineup, yeah. I don't know what I don't know that that's the time that I personally. I just don't. Th- I just don't think Nebraska is going to be the, a great offensive team. That's fine. And if so, that's, I, I think if that's the case, then that's fine. I mean, look what they're missing from last year. I get that, but we to, talked to Michael Brunson. A couple weeks ago where he's like, yeah, you're missing the two top guys. You might have better lineup depth than you had before, though. No, I, so I don't know if I believe that either. Okay, that's fair. I mean, and and, I, and it, was er, it was early, so I wasn't, I'm not taking him the task. And he's just, he was having an opinion early without seeing anything Sure. Yet. On paper, I could see that, but I don't know if they have as much, um, this is weird, like versatility. They have some guys that can do some different things within the lineup, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, duh, that's versatility. But I don't think they can I just I don't think they can play like shop at the gap, right? I think they're gonna be more they're gonna be more situational. Like, do we have sales? Like I just don't see them going like They can't score in as many ways. In as big a bunches. Okay. I mean, that's fair. No, granted, we just saw a five-run or four-run well, inning. four-run ninth. Yeah, but it took – I mean, the throwing error helped. It did. Absolutely. So, like, I, I, I don't know. It's it's early. Yeah. But I just don't know if they have as much versatility with with pop. I mean, that's fair. If that's, if that's how you view the lineup, then trying to manufacture runs early makes more sense. Yeah. I come from a – I mean, I – I come from a money and they, ball they, and type. They, and they have a couple of good hitters that are str- str- not seeing it real well right Yeah. Now. I come from a money ball type background where I don't like giving away outs. Like, I have a really hard time, yeah. unless the situation really dictates it, giving away outs. And so that's where I get into a little bit of philosophical dilemma giving away uh, or, or trying to manufacture runs because manufacturing runs almost always means giving away outs. 
And I come from things sort of like I went, you know, growing up in Moneyball, and then I kind of go into a financial background. Like outs are the are the commodity that you have in baseball. That's the only thing you have. And so you don't want to give away your most valuable asset in baseball. Yeah. That's where I struggle. And listen, there's times to do it. There's times where it makes sense. But I'm a lot more selective about it than other people are. I remember that this is, this, I mean, since we're still on baseball, uh, there was a stretch where I was meeting a couple of friends on, like, on the Internet, like my buddy Aaron Sim and this other guy, Derek Martin. D-Mart D is in radio now. He's oh, he's in, over in Iowa. Yeah, I know Derek. Yeah. 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 So good. But like, I, I went to his wedding. Oh, really? Yes. I've never actually met him in person, but he's had me on the show a bunch. Like, small world, right? Yeah. We're still, like, boys to this day. And we got into a knockdown, drag out, as much as you can, message board argument. Yeah. Over productive outs. Yeah. And strikeouts versus hitting in the double plays. Because he's a big war guy, and I, he loves analytics. Like, he and the other guy from the other channel, mm -hmm. show that we like in the... As a friend, yeah, yeah, would get along great. The guy with the red. Can I make you red, an red, argument? Red, red panda. Can I make you an argument that I don't want to give away outs, but if I'm getting it out anyway, I'd rather have a productive one than yeah, a strikeout. Like I, I'll, I'll never. I mean, this went on for like two months. Can I have the best of both worlds? And it started because he hates Derek Jeter. <laughs> Mitch Sherman coming up next on Herd Out Sports Radio.